0: The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football?
1: <laughs> Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLO in Lincoln, WCSL, Cherryville, Gastonia. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Shock Jocks, episode 80. I'm Kevin Hastings, along with, well, by myself right now. I was all by myself. Zach's not here. Zach's going to be off a few weeks, maybe a month. Might not even see me in September. Might be back for, he might be our, our October surprise. <clears throat> Excuse me, Hunter. Down the hall. And I'm just sitting here. All by myself, live here at 2 o'clock. Um, seemed like everybody in the building had to go to the take a potty break at the same time. Hunter, Andre, my daughter. Got baseball practice today. I forgot to load those videos up. We'll have them for Saturday. Uh, Saturday show I got highlights for uh, of my daughter and, and coach pitch. Uh, today we've got uh, NFL news. Uh, some roster projections. Um, Coming up next week, we'll have that, and I forgot my pen, and we got NBA Game sevens. last night was one, and then we have one today, or tonight, on KTC, I mean not on KTC, but on, on, just in general, Um, let's see, then we've got some Major League Baseball standings to talk about today, and... About a little bit of everything. Uh, and the investor pushed. Have you read that story about Washington's name? Uh, I've not. The in, It says behind the scenes and the investor pushed to change the name. Oof. oof. So it seen?
2: is a money thing. So
1: Hunter is Hunter's back, uh, which means I'm going to walk down the hall and get my hat. Uh, but Hunter, did you see
2: the this
1: wonderful story on ESPN over here?
2: Oh, no. I
1: can't even, like... I just can't even do it anymore.
2: Oh, no. Please tell me this is a joke.
1: No, it's not. i <laughs> internet. There we go.
2: Here's my internet with our cams.
1: But yeah, uh, Mike Trout, he's now better than two more Hall of Famers.
2: I, well, I've not read it, but I don't really want to see what two Hall of Famers they're wanting to <laughs> list. So, and the
1: way they do it, if you see this guy talking, of course, Hunter, it's... The, the way the way he words it he's they're now better than two more hall of famers and it's 100% based on one stat war yes it is it i mean the whole article is nothing but
2: war, war.
1: and uh i've i've i printed off some some interesting stats down the hall about it but
2: uh we'll get into that I, later i don't I just don't understand um so like i'm in a statistics class right now just taking statistics and yep. one of the projects that we're going to have to do is just you know, you decide on what statistics you want to pull up and, and you'll do comparison stuff like that. It's just a class-long project. And I want to do, of course, some sort of sports statistic. Um, and my teacher's a huge sports fan. And he's a huge... He seems to be a pretty big baseball fan. And I wanted to ask him, I did want to ask him, what he thought about war, but I forgot. I just didn't think about it. Yeah. And it's, it's only because, you know, you... Make this argument, and I make this argument. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Terry, Tom, and everybody else that comes on this show makes this argument about war. It, it's, you know, the the name itself wins above replacement. <laughs> well, we can all sit here and say, well, what if the person behind you, first of all, never plays? It should be four. And he's a scrub.
1: Four. Shouldn't it? F-W-A-R.
2: For fictitious. For, okay, yeah. For war. Yeah, yeah Fictitious. Four.
1: Because yeah. The, the, well, the... And they do the they don't like you say they don't use your average replacement player they Mm -hmm. they use their his replacement player they use whatever the average is but 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 not only
2: that but it was it's just one of those things where say wins above replacement and they it apparently holds so much weight like
1: how important is that yet
2: his team is last in their own division they
1: don't even count actual wins so to me hunter the way you would do it would be like okay. In the 12 games that we won, how much did he help in those games? Yeah. But you can get war, apparently, in a loss.
2: So that's, then but did, that's not a win.
1: Then it didn't help you win, right? Exactly. So if you go and count all the players and count up all their war, it doesn't add up to their win total. So it doesn't actually count actual wins. So there is no comparison of their actual wins and their actual losses. It's, no. It's what would happen if another guy was... It's, it's so weirdly random. And to me... Look, if that's the stat you want to use and that's the stat somebody likes, fine. But to use that as the all-determining factor... On who, who is a Hall of flamer, Famer and who's better ever. than
2: who. Because I, I could argue this year... I seriously can sit here and argue Max Fried is the better player this year than Mike Trout, just based off of war. Okay, well, and that actually comes into for, play right for now. For example... Um, but that's him as a pitcher. Trout
1: with he 12, doesn't even get to hit. Trout with 12 wins has better war than Freddie Freeman does. Now, who has helped their team more this year?
2: Freddie Freeman. <laughs> we have 20 wins on the season. <laughs> and Freddie Freeman fought the coronavirus, too. Yeah. And he's out here helping. Well, I didn't win. want
1: to start with war, but you kind of, since you're, you're talking about your project, we can. Um, no, I mean, we don't have we, to. We can
2: start, with, but you you brought up the story. And
1: yeah, go ahead. I'll run down the hall and grab my sheet. And I just need to get my hat anyway, too. Anyway, So uh, the two guys are Larry Walker and Jim Tomey. Larry Walker and Jim... I don't
2: think I can agree with the Larry Walker. Jim told me maybe. Jim told me it was great, though, for what he did. Uh, He was great. I don't know. And then... And not to mention, you know, Kevin just runs down here, goes off to get his hat, and I'm looking here as another story. Fernando Tatis Jr. versus Mike Trout. Which player would you rather have for the next decade? And... You can't ask that. You can't compare these two players. You can't because Mike Trout's pushing 30 and Fernando Tatís is in his early 20s. So the easy answer for me is I'm going to take the younger guy in Tatís and not only that but it's it's relevancy his it's relevancy biased because Tatís Jr is having a hell of a year. Maybe I want Dansby Swanson over Tatís Jr. As a Braves fan, I think Dansby Swanson has done a great job this year. You know, it all depends on what you need and and, and the positions that you're looking to fill. You're you're asking me if I want a what looks to be if he projects out to stay this way a transcendent a transcendent shortstop talent. You know, he's got the power to be able to launch home runs. Yeah, he can make contact with the ball, good batting average, and he's outstanding in the field. Or do I want the guy that I could really just put in right field and is going to either walk or strike out? I mean, get me a home run. I don't know. It, that's weird to me. Yeah, you know, you just walked down here and I didn't know if you saw this one either. This story the as Tatis well. One? Yeah, the Tatis know, versus yeah. My Trout. and I'm like, first of all, because stop every time folks. it says which player would you rather have for the next decade. The you shortstop. Can't, that, but it's also you can't ask that question and and compare those two because <laughs> it's the same thing that you always say where it's like. They're always like, "Well, Mike Trout is the youngest to do this." Yeah. Well, Mike Trout had only been in, got in the league earlier than these guys did, so I expect him to have those numbers by this time. Now you're asking me which player would I rather have for the next decade? Well, Mike Trout is in his late 20s, pushing 30s, and <laughs> Tatis Jr. is in his early 20s and yeah. just getting started. So yeah, that's not close. And it's so, re- and that's such relevancy bias. Yeah. Tatis Jr. is good, but like we just saw that for this year. I mean, at least I've got a nine-going-on-ten-season span of what Mike Trout has done to decide on whether or not I want Mike Trout on my team. Tatis Jr., I've seen him, and this isn't even going to be the full 162-game season. No. So, these statistics could be so swayed compared to what he does next year. (laughs) I'm telling you, baseball just—they are trying to make headlines— they are trying to do something they to do. try and get they their do. sport a little bit more excitement. trying
1: to give you something to talk about. and
2: it's just I think the one thing that they should take away is that there has been more excitement about the shorter season and maybe run with that. but don't yeah. make up these kind of b s you know stories mm-hmm. I know I know they're just storylines and it's and it's all biased because just based on what the writer's thinking at the time, but th- stuff like this. Like, I'm not going to take away from Tatis Jr. He's very good, and he's going to get a lot of MVP votes for the National League. But I mean, this is just his first season.
1: Like, this is the first time anybody's is really... Is he the MVP right now in the National League?
2: Possibly. But to me, right now in the National League, it would be Tatis. Uh, if you're I'll talking if you're talking batters, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely batters. See, you know, you the, the pitchers thing, I, I don't think... The they pitchers be... I
2: will still push. I mean, if they don't get free to Cy Young this year, I mean... He's got six wins. He's 6-0. and The Braves have won all eight games that he started, and he's got a sub, like, 2-5 ERA. I don't want
1: a pitcher winning MVP unless his team... When do they give the award? During the postseason? I know it's a regular season award. I but, think so. But to, it's just it's hard to give an MVP to someone who only pitches or plays in one-fifth of your games. Like, they mm-hmm. wouldn't do that in any other position. I understand that, the, the, you know... That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if he goes twenty five and one something two, if your ERA is below two, I'll have an argument with you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll listen to your argument. Um, yeah. Bob Gibson goes. You know,
2: his, whatever, his ERA right four, now whatever whatever. is one point six.
1: Okay, I'll I'll listen in a sixty game season. I'll listen, but... He's, got,
2: he's tied for first in but wins. But what's
1: the point of having a Cy Young Award if you're going to give the MVP? To, I, and to the and I completely
2: agree with that. I, I And I understand that. I really, I do. He's that's got, the, he's got six, he's that, six wins. He's 8-0 in games he started. Ah, He's third in ERA. 8-0? The Braves are 8-0. <laughs> All
1: right, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, th- pay attention closely to what I'm about to say for you, for those trout backers and those War. In his eight, they've got their eight. No, in his starts, right? Mm. The Angels only have twelve wins total. So yeah. every time he pitches, he's definitely more more. Every valuable. time he pitches, they've won. They've won eight games.
2: It's far more valuable. And Trout.
1: The, the Angels have won twelve games, and 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 that's it. They're the worst team in the American League, uh, right now.
2: 100. Worst team in baseball, still the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, and we
1: just got swept by them. Good job, Cardinals. You got swept. By the worst team in baseball. I mean, I, I just <laughs> like, 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 after you lose the first game to that team hunter, does that not piss you off enough to be like, guys, we ain't getting swept by these, these jokers. We ain't getting losing right. two games to these fools. And, and no, uh, there, there they went.
2: I mean, Tatis Jr. leads in RBIs and he's tied for first in home runs in the league. So, <laughs> yeah. But I'm um, Trey Turner's got the best batting average. For Washington, and he's also first in hits. He's got almost 50 hits. He's what's, got Tatis, what's Tatis batting? Is he over 300? Uh, let me look at complete leaders. I was just looking at the leader stats. Um, Fernando Tatis is batting 313. So he's batting over 300, barely, but he's doing it 31%.
1: Well, Hell Hunter, there's only 32 people over 300 right. right now.
2: Freddie Freeman hitting better than to, he is. He's batting 314. I
1: want to go back to as far as this thing will let me go. How many people did I say are over, thir, over 32 people over 300? 30, yeah, 32
2: people over 300. Let's go to the 2002 regular season. Manny Machado's up there. Dansby Swanson is a part of the 300 club. And I'm looking for a certain name. And I can't, 35. you know, I hate to tell you this. I just don't see the certain name I'm looking for, though. What's that batting above three hundred? was that? It's old Mike Trout.
1: <laughs> He's hit like two sixty-eight or two seventy. So let's go. Let's something. see
2: how much further I have to go down. Oh, Mo- Mookie Betts is just under three hundred. He just got a whole bunch of money.
1: Yeah, you got to keep on going.
2: Ah, uh, Bryce Harper two eighty-nine. He got a buttload of money. Let me read, Hunter. That has- I'm at fifty. Yeah, and that's it. Says show more, and I still haven't hit Mike Trout in batting average.
1: So let me let me say I am gonna read what it says about Walker and Tony, but here's the things he's never done. He's never had a three hundred, thirty thirty Homer, one hundred RBI season. He's never had forty doubles in a season. He's never had a gold glove. He's never won a single playoff game. He's never had fifty home runs in a season. He's never had two hundred hits in a season. And hunter um you just said what was the last thing you were just talked about with him? Uh he hasn't oh, he hasn't led that you said batting, it was yeah. batting average average. He has never led the league in batting average.
2: He's not even in the top fifty this year.
1: So here's just and without, this is a shortened without season without even looking. So, folks, I'm not even bringing up the stats or wars or anything right now. I'm just mm-hmm. saying things that he's done in one season. He's never done any of that. So here's here's Larry Walker. He's had four forty double seasons. Now now these stats that I'm about to give you, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the stats I'm about to give you. So Trout's only played ten years. Yeah, twelve hundred games. So I went and went through. Larry Walker and Jim Tomey and found out a comparable number of games. That's
2: like real estate. We did we do comps, all right? So, so they gotta be about the same amount of games. Right. So this ended up being
1: Walker's Colorado career and Tomey in Cleveland is what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being they're not the exact number of games, but they're close. But either way, in ten seasons in in, in Anaheim, Mike Trout has never had any of those. And he's not gonna have one this any of that this year. Mm-mm. Larry Walker. In his seasons, he played sixty less games in Colorado than Trout has in L.A. He's got four forty double seasons, four three hundred thirty RBI, three hundred thirty home run, one hundred RBI seasons, three seasons of hundred Ks is it? But he's got he also has three batting titles, mm. three times he led the Major League Baseball, I mean uh, the, the the league he was in in batting average, seven Gold Gloves. One MVP and a 200 hit season, none of which Trout has ever had. Trout's best batting average was three twenty-six. Larry Walker's three seventy nine. Trout's most homers, 46. Tr- uh, Walker is uh, 49. Let me pull up that so I make sure I get all this right. Now, now the reason I, I want to say all this is is to give you. I'm right now. I'm giving you numbers that shows Larry Walker might have better numbers than Trout. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I went through, Hunter, I went and did their um, their averages for 162 season games during all that. Right. So here's what you get when we compare um, the three across it as far as their averages. Trout averages 39 home runs, Larry Walker 36, Jim Tomey, 39. RBIs Trout 103. Larry Walker, 118. Tommy 109. Doubles, 33 for Trout. Larry Walker in Colorado, Hunter, averaged 41 doubles a season.
2: <laughs> Acuna just had 30 last year.
1: <laughs> he averaged 41 doubles a season, did Larry Walker in Colorado. <clears throat> That's just outstanding. Um, he played 10 years in Colorado, so he's basically this pretty much – Him and Trout are at the same point of their careers as he was in Colorado before he moved on. And Walker's got all that more things than he don't. Uh, A couple of other things on on the averages. Trout averaged 178 hits. Larry Walker, 189. Jim Tomey, 157. Runs, 122 for Trout, 124 for Walker, 108 for Tomey. 117 walks for Tomey, 108 walks for Trout. And 81 walks for Walker. So Walker's biggest thing is he didn't walk as much as them. But in the strikeout, he destroys them. Only 91 Ks uh, per 162 games. Mike Trout averages 152 Ks in 162 games. And Tommy, 163 strikeouts in 100. <laughs> Mike Trout almost averages one no, strikeout. There is a no game. almost. He does exactly. It's, it's over that. It's 163. So he averages one strikeout. Oh, you know, you said Mike Trout. Yeah, Mike Toby Trout averages exactly one. Yeah, no, no, I Trout said Mike Trout's like, close. Trout's he's like at like one fifty. Yeah, 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 he's close, but
2: one hundred and fifty <laughs> per one hundred and sixty-two games. Come on now, one hundred
1: and fifty-two per hundred. Might as well games.
2: just go ahead and add the extra strikeouts and just make it a solid one. So, I don't know. So let me
1: let me read this to you, Hunter. What it says about right, about about the comparison. Tell yes. And then I'll let read you, it. Let you give your thoughts. I, what I, I said
2: it. when you first listed the two Hall of Famers that they. The people that wrote this article said Mike Trout had passed. I said there's no way he passed Larry Walker. Jim told me would it could be arguable, but there's no way he passed Larry Walker.
1: The the, the big thing with Tomey is are you going to sit here and say a guy with 297 home runs already has a better career than Jim Tomey who finished with, was it 600 home runs? Let me make sure I... I don't I, remember I, exactly I, how many. Pull, pull pull, pull that up. Listen, the whole trout thing is you, you keep telling me, they, they keep telling me War Hunter wins above replacement. You've never won a playoff game. You've never won anything. So what are you winning? What are you winning? Are you beating the Kansas City Royals more than everybody else beats them? Yeah, he finished with 612 home runs, Hunter.
2: Now how many seasons did he play? Now, he played 22 years. Okay. Mike Trout still couldn't catch that if you just double what he's doing right now.
1: If Trout doubled what he's doing right now, he would be at 595 when he would need 2 years to get about 25 homers at age 40.
2: Mm. The legs start to give out towards that age.
1: Well, that's the uh, that's the big thing with him, Hunter. Everybody keeps talking about, you know, age and all this, but like, you know, this, this is his 10th season. Yeah. Like, like people after year 10 just they got five more years basically of good baseball, and then after you don't, that you're hanging on.
2: Your first, ten, your first ten years and your last ten years, they aren't just mirrored. No, no, all no. Right? They, no, 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 no. At some point, you hit a wall, and it's like okay, pff, crash. You hit the wall, crash. We've been waiting for Tom Brady to do that, and he has kind of shown little spurts of it, and he's going on year what twenty twenty one because, mm-hmm. what, he spent 20 years in New England, now he's getting ready to do a 21st year in Tampa? Something like that. So we're waiting for Tom Brady to do, the, to do that, and that is in a sport that requires a whole lot more athleticism, and you get hit a whole lot more than in baseball. If they don't change so, the
1: quarterback rules 10 years ago, he still wouldn't be playing right now. Right, Brees right. would be either.
2: And so for baseball... Sure, there's an opportunity for you to still be able to play at a high level when you get into your late 30s, but it's nowhere like your first 10 years. So whatever these analytical people think and all these sports writers think like Mike Trout is going to be when his career is done, you cannot just look and say, well, this is what he did in his first 10 years. There's no way he can't do it again in his next 10 years. It's not going to happen. You can look at any sports figure. Their first 10 years and their last 10 years, if they do go on to play even 20 seasons, there's no guarantee that Mike Trout even gets to 20, se- 20 years. Mm. Mike Trout could call it, technically, with the amount of money the Angels threw at him, could call it quits in two, <laughs> when, in <laughs> two, year, two or three years. Says, eh, you know, I signed this long 10-year contract, but I'm not really feeling it anymore. You know? <laughs> he could. And then what are the beat writers going to write? Huh? So here's...
1: Walker played till he was thirty six, pretty much a full season. He played one hundred and forty games. Walker was injured a lot. Like looking at his, his, his games, one hundred and thirty to one hundred and forty was about his his average. Um, I would say that in the last three years, there. I mean, he only played 38, 44, and hundred games. Um, his last year in Colorado, at age thirty six, he had a two eighty four uh, with. Uh do sixteen homers, seventy nine RBIs. Age thirty-four, Hunter. Well, you know, we was looking at age thirty five and stuff. Age thirty-four for um Larry Walker, he batted three fifty. Mm. So so here's the thing. Trout's best ever is three twenty six and he's in his tenth year. Mm-hmm. Is that gonna get better or is that gonna get worse? Um he's a right handed hitter, not a lefty. Um, you're just, to, to to me, I just don't see your batting average getting better. Um, you know, Walker was ripping it in Colorado. You know, people want to talk about that. That might have something to do with it. But, man, I'm just, he was pretty decent in, in, uh, in Montreal too. Colorado was pretty much the middle of his career, Thirty nine, twenty eight 28 through 36. So, I mean, that's his, you know, that, that, that's his, uh, Oh, prime is the word I was looking for. Prime. All right, let real. me let me read what it says about him so you can see what you say about it. All right, let me read Tommy first,
2: since you're more. I'm more inclined of maybe. Eventually, well, see, I can't really give them that either because. They just want to go off of war, That's and we, the only thing th- and going if on. and if war in baseball is your only argument, then I'm sorry, we can't have the conversation. You can't just have one one little tidbit that you want to throw back and forth in the conversation when somebody can come back at you with five or six different tidbits that proves you're one wrong.
1: Okay, looking at Tommy and Trout, their 162 game averages in Cleveland and Trout in, in Los Angeles are almost exactly the same. So it's 39-39 homers, 103-109 RBI. 33-31 doubles, 178-157 hits, 122 runs, 108-108 walks, 117 walks, 152 Ks to 163 Ks. What I would say, you know, if you're comparing them, yes. If if, if you were going to say, you'd say maybe Trout, maybe if he finished his career, you could you could argue that he had, he's a better ball player, if you want to say because of the center fieldness as opposed to the, but but I don't tell me when an a Gold Glove at first or I know in Cleveland he played a lot of first base, so I'm I'm not even sure about that. Let's see if he did. No no Gold Gloves for Tommy. So you know it, it's just hard for 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 someone to say that someone who only I know he's got a five maybe ten more years left, but at two ninety seven home runs, he's already had a better career than someone who had 300 – I mean six hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, 600 isn't career. a small number.
2: We're no. not talking 400. They we're, give you a pat on the back for making the 500 club. We're talking
1: all-time 600 home runs. So, I, listen, that one's, I don't know. If, if your argument's War Hunter and you've never won a playoff game, your argument's war and you've only been to playoffs once, and, and that's your that's your overall argument, I, I don't know. Um, Man, put it this way, I would fear tommy at bat more than i would trout um trout might walk yeah but he'll watch a lot of balls t- tommy might hit 500 he'll pitch.
2: watch he'll watch a lot of pitches if you're mike trout mm-hmm. because you look at his strikeout numbers mm-hmm. and you look at his walk numbers he's mm-hmm. just he's gonna watch a lot of pitches go by mm-hmm. i agree all
1: right uh, uh okay so let me read i still ain't read to you what they said about him have I? Well,
2: I mean, if, if all they're going to try and do is convince me that the war is the reason, then I already know it's null and void. It, it's
1: not even that. It's the way they put it is that it's not even questionable. Like, the way they put both of these is like oh, it's, to, undi- it's, it's trying to undisputed. so much better. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's how it's put. Uh, how is it plausible that Trout is already better? The simple part of the answer is that for all our praise of how multi-dimensional he was, Tommy couldn't really run. Trout has been worth six WAR more than Tommy, about a third of Dave Kingman's career value, with his base running alone. So in ten years, he got he won six more games than Tommy did with his base running. Is what that just said? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> and the defensive value of a center fielder, and then it says, and a good one. <laughs>
2: Mike Trout's no not goal. even the best center fielder in baseball. No gold gloves. <laughs> He's not even the best center fielder in today's game of baseball.
1: I don't. I, I just want to know who does. I'm sorry. I just the, who does the the defensive values where catching two fly balls in a game is way more valuable than how many putouts you get at first base a game.
2: Mm. Throws.
1: How many ground balls? Covering bunts. Knowing all the the infield plays, the the pickoffs, all that. Like you're doing so much more than first base, you stand in the in center field, you stand there eating
2: sunflower seeds until someone hits one in the air. Yeah. Like, How I many times me. they put a can that's why a lot of who do they, who do you see they mic up during a game? It ain't the shortstop, I would imagine. It's the outfielders. They might mic up the first baseman. But, but while, it's outfielders, it says,
1: but while that all that's true, and that's the bulk of the difference. It's not entirely satisfied. More than satisfying is this one. Now we go to another number. I didn't right, I don't even know what this means. Mm. Trout is considerably better as a hitter.
2: What is considerably better?
1: Considerably mean? better. Mean according to this, it means Trout gets a hit thirty percent of the time and Jim Tony gets a hit twenty nine percent of the time. That's considerable. So one percent better in
2: hits. That's considerable.
1: Trout, I mean, Tommy has twice as many home runs, but it says it's, it's considerable because this is the wor- this is the one they use. Tommy's career OPS plus was 147, and Trout's worst is 168. Do you know what an OPS plus means? I don't. But what that's that, that but, on base
2: but, percentage <laughs> plus, whatever plus
1: means? So it says uh, Tommy's best season by war would be Trout's eighth, and that's why he's way
2: better. Uh, they they made up these stats <laughs> yeah.
1: all right and then let me give you the argument for larry walker uh larry walker deserves every hall of fame vote he got every mv put vp v mv speak mvp vote he got and if everything and if anything the distortive powers of Coorsfield field cost him credit but walker's greatness was in fact more about his all-around abilities
2: Okay, yes, right.
1: Defense, base running, and offense. Than, uh-huh. him, than him being Ted Williams at the plate. During his peak from 95 to 03, he was just 34th in the majors in road OPS, one point ahead of Jay Buner and Ryan Klesko. He was still a very good hitter and a great player, but he didn't hit anywhere near as well as Trout does. Stop. I'm going to read that last sentence again. He was a very good hitter and great player, but he didn't hit anywhere near as well as Trout does. Larry Walker's career average hunter is three thirty four. Mike Trout's best year is three twenty six. Can I repeat that again? <laughs> no, that was in Colorado, I'm sorry. <laughs> Larry Walker in Colorado, which is the same number of games as Trout, batted three thirty four, and Mike Trout's best ever is 326. And the word and then you type the words considerably
2: better. No, 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 no. And what I what I don't agree with that statement at all either is he said he don't hit anywhere near as well. No, 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 no. It was the part where he was talking about, you know, Larry Walker was just known for his great overall talent. I'm like, well, what the <laughs> hell else is he? What else do you want to consider a great player as? Overall, hey, Boy, talent. it's like, well, he couldn't quite play <laughs> defense, but he could hit, so he's great. What, 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 no, he could play both sides of the baseball. Wasn't well, that what we were talking about? <laughs> isn't that what he said was the reason why Mike Trout was better than Jim, Jim Tomey? Because he, he was all around better. Because he's all because he was all around better. And then he said, now Larry Walker is known for being all around great. <laughs> but we're gonna just put Mike Trout ahead of him anyways, because he hits better, even though statistically he doesn't. Seven gold gloves. I mean he's got Trout's got
1: zero. The, 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 just by reading this article, somewhere some some play, somebody somewhere would love to give him a gold glove. Just talk about how great he is. And he's now at one winning. He's not going to win anymore now. 11th year, 12th year, now Mm you're a gold glove center fielder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, just think about the words that are said. This this is like watching Hunter. I know we're not a a newscast. This is like watching news on different networks of an event. Mm -hmm. And you see in two, three different, totally different reports or ways of analyzing something. Yeah, The word hate, it used to mean I hate something, as in I hate you. I hate the color purple. I hate French fries. I hate it. But if I say Mike Trout's not as good as Albert Pujols, then people say I hate Mike Trout. And that's not what it is. Mm-mm. So the constant changing of words and, and changing meanings of the English dictionary and what we say and mean is so hard and troubling to keep up with. And, and then when you, when you get into that, it's just... Man, ain't nobody hating. And what I'm saying is that you guys are being ridiculous Listen. when you say when someone hits 30 points higher than someone else and Listen. you say
2: that they did not hit anywhere near as well
1: as them. 30 all points I, higher.
2: Everybody that is such a huge Mike Trout fan that, that pushes him to be probably the great, you know, one of they always would say he's the greatest baseball player of all time. He could not even hold Andrew Jones's jock strap. And Andrew Jones is not a Hall of Famer. Andrew Jones is a five-time All-Star. Mike I Trout, think, obvi- I, I, Mike I Trout obviously has got more All-Star appearances because God knows everybody and their brother votes for him to get in mm-hmm. because that's all ESPN wants to promote is Mike Trout. Mike Trout ain't got a gold glove. Did anybody else know that Andrew Jones got 10?
1: That was what was weird about Andrew. Andrew Jones everybody, got 10 gold just, gloves. Everybody's talking about how he struck out too much. He's a silver slugger. <laughs> how, do you got his stats? Yeah, okay. I'm looking how at how many, him right uh, now. Well, how many years did he sh- strike out over a hundred times?
2: Strikeouts over a hundred times: one, two, three, four, five. Is it like six, most of his seven, 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 eight, eight, 9, 10, ten, eleven. Right, eleven times, and uh,
1: Trout did it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times in ten years. What's the most? Andrew ever struck out in a season?
2: The most he ever struck out in a season was 147. Okay, Trouts did 158 and 184.
1: 184, he led baseball in strikeouts. Has Andrew ever led baseball in strikeouts? He's got a dark bowl nope. in strikeouts. He
2: never led baseball in strikeouts. What does
1: he led baseball in? Do you got? It? Does he got anything He led
2: baseball in RBIs in 2005. That's the
1: National League. Let me, let's quit saying baseball. It is National League is what they led in. Go ahead. Well,
2: he had 128. So he's led
1: in, in RBI. He
2: led in home runs that season two with 51. Okay. Andrew Jones, the next season, had 129 RBIs on 41 home runs. He's also led and uh, played appearances in at-bats before. But
1: Has Andrew Jones ever scored 130 runs?
2: Has he ever scored 130 runs? Mm-hmm. No.
1: Has he ever had 200 hits?
2: He had 122 runs in 2000. Has he ever had 200 hits? Yeah. No. He came close in 2000
1: with 199. Ooh. That's more than Trout's ever had in a season. Uh, What's the most doubles he's ever had?
2: The most doubles he's ever had? 36, it looks like.
1: Okay. Trout's at 39. Home runs fifty one. as more than Trout. RBIs more than Trout. Stolen bases probably Trout's got to money. He had forty nine in his second season or rookie year, basically.
2: Yeah, Andrew didn't. Andrew got big late in his career. He well, did. Got well, he got well, he put on that some people weight.
1: People used to like hate on Andrew about is like I said the strikeouts. And then if you're gonna sit there and turn around and say that, well, well damn, he Trout led the league in strikeouts. All right, uh, we didn't really want to get on all that big of a tangent today. It was just. When, when when the articles come across ESPN and and people are tweeting about it and stuff, you just you just it, you know, it's okay to compare folks, guys. But but let's be easy on this. Hey, he didn't hit anywhere near as good, and he's thirty points higher. How about this? Larry Walker's career high and career batting average of seventeen seasons is three seventeen. Like Trout's best ever is three twenty six. So that was what he averaged in seventeen seasons. Just insane. Trout's at three oh four now. Um it, you think in ten years he's gonna be you think he's gonna up his batting average in ten years to three no. twenty?
2: No, not unless at some point. <coughs> I mean, they still say what, male peak is in your early thirties, so Well Hunter Unless unless that magically happens. Well, I couldn't don't see it happening.
1: Only fifteen thirteen game or, or no, thirty Five twenty-five games left in baseball. Twenty, twenty-five games left in baseball. Mm-hmm. Looking at the standings, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams in the American League are sitting with a ninety percent plus chance of making the playoffs. The eighth team is Toronto at seventy nine. But what's weird about this, Hunter? I I know we've only got twenty-five games left, but the Blue Jays are only two and a half games in front of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And Blue Jays' playoff chances is seventy nine percent, and Baltimore's is two percent. Like the 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 drop off is so dramatic, and they're only a game behind them. Like like say Detroit is a is a half a game behind Toronto, and and their playoff percentage is twenty percent. Toronto is eighty percent.
2: I don't know. Are they taking into consideration who they have opponent wise? I think that's up?
1: I think that's part of that. Uh, it doesn't exactly explain the percentages, but um, they've got seven of eight. Uh, in the American League now over in the national league this weekend we were looking at hoping a team didn't teams didn't start going under 500 and two teams in the idea the Rockies lost two straight but the Cardinals won three straight so they they switched spots and then the Phillies won a couple and then they jumped up over 500 so mm-hmm. now Hunter, we have three four five seven teams in the national league over 500. Percentage wise, Dodgers, Padres, Braves, and Cubs—they're in the playoffs. Everyone else right now—it's still crapshoot. Marlins, Phillies, and Mets—three uh, games, two and a half, three and a half games between all of them. Cardinals, Brewers, and Reds—three and a half behind them. Although the Cardinals beat the Reds like sixteen to two. I said the night. Nationals
2: moving off of Rendon might cost them the twelve and twenty-one. That. It, I mean, they don't look good at all. I know well, they won the World Series last year. Did they trade him,
1: or was that a free agent?
2: Uh, I think they let him walk. They didn't. I don't think they paid him. He went to the Angels. I mean, they're and not. They
1: have twelve wins too. Think about all that. You know, you got Harper, um, it, and Philly. There, you know, he left Washington. Washington lost Rendon and Harper, and honestly,
2: yeah. within a year of each other.
1: i I tell you what, the you know. Hunter, we can talk about all these lineups and everything. We talk Trout as good as he is and Rendon, and you've got Pujols in that lineup and Shoah in that lineup and and Fletcher and all these guys. But when you look at theirs, and this and is me being honest with them, their pitching sucks. Yeah. The the Angels have scored more runs, 18 more runs, in fact, one run a game almost, uh, about a half a run, maybe a little bit more game than the Indians. They've scored more runs than the Indians. They've scored more runs than the Twins. They've scored more runs than the Yankees, the Blue Jays, all of those teams with winning records. They've scored more runs than the Marlins. They've scored more runs than the Cubs. The Cubs are 21-14, got more runs than them. Of course, they got more than the Cardinals. Cardinals haven't played 10 less games than them. Uh, Cardinals are only 13 runs behind the Brewers, and the Brewers have played 10 more games than them. <laughs> uh but yeah the pitching isn't there and and you can you look at one of these win losses all you want and uh, almost all of them they got more runs they scored than they got runs against that's a simple formula Mm -hmm. it's a simple thing to do as a brace fan you see this
2: i mean i see plus 33 and i know exactly how bad our pitching core really is so that just tells you how great our offense is 185 ozuna last night had three home runs
1: they are fourth in runs in the National League.
2: Yeah. It's tough. I don't see anybody catching the Dodgers in differential because that's stupid. <laughs> that's They are almost <laughs> plus 100. Like they are head and shoulders above the next closest team. Yeah. And it's not even close. The next closest team is the Indians at plus 48. Like, are you kidding me? Plus forty eight compared to plus ninety three. Unless somebody's math is just really bad, <laughs> good lord. Uh, all right. Well, there's our there's
1: our baseball updates. Uh, our we was like like well, people are like oh, y'all talk about Mike Trout a lot. We didn't bring it up, but we did. I mean, we did on the show. But
2: people that will sit here and say, "Why do you talk about Mike Trout so much?" It's because we're what's preventing. If any of the younger kids are watching them from being brainwashed into thinking that Mike Trout is the greatest baseball player of all time because they're going to sit there at their house and watch ESPN or Fox Sports, one of the major sports networks, and all they're going to see is Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, and they're not going to look and any other players that came before him, or even any other players that are playing in the league right now. Like, who else are we hearing about right now that they might be trying to push forward as a poster boy for the season? I, sa- I said his name earlier. Tatis Jr. Did you even know anything about the boy last year? No. Exactly. And now they're just going to push him forward and keep pushing him as long as he's having success. Do you know who they pushed forward last year, though? And then all of a sudden they took a step back this year? Acuna. They used to push Ronald Acuna. They really did. And then, oh, relevancy biased. Oh, Tatis is the new big thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But they act like, you know, Acuna's still not there. And I know it's just a Braves guy, and, I, and obviously I'm a Braves fan, so I'm going to just say that. But even still, I don't hear anything about Cody Bellinger. I don't hear anything about Chris Bryant. I don't hear anything about Yelich. I don't hear anything really about any of the Yankees players right now. I don't hear anything about Judge Stanton, Lemay, Hugh—I don't even hear much about their pitcher Garrett Cole, who they just broke the bank for. And so it's so—it's just, just—it's just one of those things where if we don't try and talk about maybe them not in quite the positive look that everybody would want to talk about Mike Trout, then we we wouldn't show love to anybody else, and it would just be like, well, Mike Trout—they should just change the MLB logo to Mike Trout. <laughs> that's, that's seriously. Um. So let's go over to. I league. know what the M stands for in MLB. It's Mike's League, <laughs> Mike's League Baseball. I don't know, <laughs> It's Mike's, Mike's League Baseball.
1: MLB and read that backwards.
2: Nah, I, <laughs> I, yeah.
1: uh, this is uh, all right. NBA. Uh, well, the U.S. Open's going on by now. Djokovic is playing, and we'll get Hunt. We'll get JP to give us a. You'll give us an update this weekend. Um, NBA action game seven tonight, uh, we've got, uh, heat and bucks at six thirty. uh, in game two heat lead to series one Oh, um, you know, I haven't been a big fan slash feeling the bucks. Um, so I, I think someone's going to sneak around and knock them off, but you know, you, you gave me that the heat could win game one. But you wouldn't give me any more after that. Uh, how you feeling now about that? Can the Heat actually pull off the full blown upset of the Bucks? Yes. Okay.
2: I think they can. Uh, I think the Heat have got more consistent players than the Bucks do, and what I mean by that is they're going to show up and play uh, really pretty consistently each night. The biggest X factor to me with the Bucs, and I, and I said it at the beginning why I didn't have the Bucs making it past the Eastern Conference Finals, was I don't know if Chris Middleton's going to show up. I know what Giannis is going to do. Giannis is going to go out there, drop at least between 25 to 30 points a game. He's going to get a bunch of rebounds, and he's just going to be so tough to deal with. But who else is there going to show up? Who else is going to show up? You know, uh, is, is Bledsoe going to show up? Is George Hill going to show up? Uh, is Marvin Williams going to actually I mean, make an appearance? Well, they made George a trade for him. you not want to be there. Um, um, and you've so never he, been able to count on Marvin Williams' screen. And game. I and I said that Monday as well uh, when I said it would not surprise me if Miami steals this game because I don't know what kind of emotional state Milwaukee's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to blame that completely on, on why they lost because I'm going to sit here and give a lot of credit to the Miami Heat and especially a lot of credit – to Jimmy Butler. People don't realize if they don't quite pay attention to, you know, like post-game stats and, and those little tidbits. You know, Jimmy Butler just joined Dwayne Wade and LeBron James as the only other Miami Heat player to score 40 points in a playoff game. All right, so Jimmy Butler went off, and he really took it to them, and it's so, it's so much fun to watch Jimmy Butler actually go out there and dominate because – he kind of got looked over as the guy that was supposed to come in, step in, and take over the Bulls team when Derrick Rose had all those knee injuries and the team was no longer Derrick Rose's. It was supposed to be Jimmy Butler's. Yeah. He was known for playing hard-nosed defense and his offense was limited, but he could get to the rack. Since then, his game has really evolved. He still cannot shoot from the three-point line, but the other night, everything that he was jacking up was going down.
1: Yeah.
2: He, he was just in his own. Defensively, he can match up with Chris Middleton, and Chris Middleton does not want any piece of Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is gonna make Chris Middleton's life hell throughout this whole series. And I and and that's what I've been told all years that Chris Middleton is supposed to be the two the second star on this Milwaukee's Bucks team. Well, if you take him out and he's non existent and Giannis can't go out here and just impose his will and drop thirty because they've got Bam, who's just as athletic and can throw him on Giannis. This is going to just come down to other role players versus Heat, you know, Bucks role players versus Heat role players. And I think the Heat role players will show up more consistently than the Bucks. So, could the Heat win this series? Yes. I feel more confident about saying that after what I saw mm-hmm. Monday. Do I think they will? I don't. See, th- and I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong and see Miami knock off the Bucks. But I think the Bucks they're gonna wake up, and I don't see them reverse sweeping this. They're not just gonna win four in a row. I could see it going five or six. Any one of the or at Eastern, least six.
1: Any one of the Eastern Conference teams could win it. And I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I mean, not win it, but make the final. Make like the said, finals. Ma- make the finals. Because right at this point, I think all four are the same. I, I don't think you know. You've got Giannis, but who else do you, do you have? Right. You know, in Boston, you've got your three headed guards, but they get. If they miss threes or, or don't or get beat up on the boards, they're mm. easy, they're easily beatable. Um, just because we're up two zero in Toronto, let's let's not let's not bury Nick Nurse yet. I'm not. Um, if they win this game three, of course, tomorrow of uh, it, it will have a series, or, or maybe we should. Um, the as far as Miami, well, like I said, every. Doesn't Miami have just the same that Milwaukee does? Basically, is they got one star, they can get you twenty five, thirty every night, and then a forty if you need it, and then everybody else. It just depends who shows up. Like mm-hmm. with the, so to to me, it's almost like the Jazz Nuggets series where everybody kind of matches up evenly. This and, is who else is going to show up. And think about what happened. We had a two point game seven final.
2: Uh, yeah, and it was low scoring. The
1: score was eighty to seventy. We had an eighty a team win. Game 7 in today's era of basketball, where teams the yeah. other day, the Rockets the other day scored 155 points. 154. It's crazy. And they just won with 80 in a game. You know, if they had Bo bowl in there, they would have won by 15. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Um, Sure. Okay. But, but yet, to me and the East Hunter, by about anybody. Uh, the other game tonight, OKC in Houston. What you got? Five and a half is, are the Rockets favored by, by the way.
2: Oh, I said... When they announced Russell Westbrook was to be coming back, it could be a good or a bad thing for Houston. And to me, I think he showed up in game five and he did what they needed to do, and they won game five. Well, what's up? And then game six happened, and he absolutely crapped the bed. And he was one of, probably one of the main reasons that they lost that ball game. Yeah. So Russell Westbrook right now is a double-edged sword, and just which side are you going to grab? You're going to grab yeah. the good side or the bad side? Yeah. I don't know. Is he going to shoot you into the game? Are both shoot sides you out bad on game? a
1: double-edged sword?
2: Ten, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess depending on which way you're swinging it, are you swinging it to your opponent or are you swinging it accidentally at one of your buddies? You know, it's. I, I don't know. It's. He can win you games. He can lose you games. That's what I said about Russell Westbrook when he was coming back, and tonight. Talent wise, Houston should win. Mm-hmm. They are more talented than the Thunder. Execution wise, I'm gonna the Thunder. I think can win. Now, I'm gonna lean with the Thunder. I had the Thunder. You know, Tom and Terry on our Saturday show. They had the the Rockets winning this series. I had the Thunder just because I thought the Thunder would mesh better. Uh, you know, I think they'd have better yeah. team chemistry because you know there there are. The problems that everybody runs into, any coach, whether it's D'Antoni or whoever takes over the Rockets, it's going to be, who's going to have the ball in their hands? It's going to be James Harden or is it going to be Russell Westbrook? Well, They're both so ball dominant.
1: Tomorrow, it's Raptors and Celtics at 6.30. Hunter, if, when that game's over... Mm-hmm. That would be three games into a series. And everybody... And the Lakers haven't even played one. And the Nuggets hadn't... And Clippers hadn't even played one yet No, uh-uh. after that game. So they will...
2: This is so... The lopsided. Raptors and
1: Celtics will have played three games in the Western Conference semifinals I remember that even too, started.
2: I remember what I said to Monday. The, the team that had the most rest was the Miami Heat because their series, since they had swept it, it was already done. And then they
1: got three extra days. And they they got three extra days during the
2: protest. (laughs) So they were the most rested team in Milwaukee, you know, with the emotions being high. They still had to play, so maybe that played into it as well why Miami stole the first one from Miami. The the Raptors and Celtics game, this is what troubles you if you're rooting for the Raptors, though. Kimball Walker had an awful game last night, and the Celtics still won. They still won. And by three. It might have been by three, but he still had a bad game. You don't know what's You know what's killing him? Nobody else is showing up. That no, mark is smart. Oh, for some reason, he slipped on a switch and decided <laughs> he, to go beast mode. He made
1: five threes in game one, and I asked you on Monday, is he going to make five threes again? You said no. And he made 12. five in the fourth quarter. Hey, <laughs> He made five in the
2: fourth. I, I, four. If you would, if you, if I would have asked you the same exact question, you would have said no. Hey, how does that? Hell know? There's no way. He but, he made six threes. Tatum four.
1: Brown three. They were 15 of 38 from three at 39. percent Now let me read you Toronto's dodos. They were 11 of 40 from three. Van Vliet went three of 12. I mean, Hunter, if you miss, if you lose by three. And he still had 19. If you miss, lose by three and you miss 29 three-pointers. <laughs> I'm telling you. Man. I'm not saying knock down one of them damn things, but this, come on. I,
2: I, that's you can't why, make 12? That's why I could not coach <laughs> at an NBA level. Because every time they would come down, like – they get a rebound, miss a three. Get another rebound, miss a three. By the third time they miss that damn three, I'm going to look at him and say, can we not work the ball in the paint? Do we have to sit here and just chuck them up until one makes it, and then you're like, oh, I'm out my slump? The Raptors no. took
1: 14 more shots than the Celtics and lost by three. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, listen, bad
2: shooting, Marcus. Listen. This is just the worst time for you to say, okay, we're going to have some bad right. nights.
1: Take it back. You missed 29 threes, and Marcus Smart made six.
0: <laughs>
1: so, yes, you got beat. Yes, you're down 2 But come on. How many games are we missing 29 and Marcus Smart? He's hit 11 threes in two games. And how many times is he going to hit six? So I, I don't Marcus know if I'm, Smart, as, if I'm that he worried. Had,
2: he hit six threes and was only plus one. Because <laughs> he had five turnovers. But... <laughs> I, Nobody on the bench even played well for the Celtics either. They only got 13 total points off their bench.
1: I had to get in the hall for a sec. Uh, Hunter, you want to still talk about that or start working on nu- no, I'll go Jazz ahead. Nuggets I'll, game seven? I'll
2: talk about game. I'll finish what I thought about the Boston-Toronto game the other night. Uh, Jason Tatum is a stud. Jason Tatum is just a stud. He had 34 and was plus 5, and he had 4 turnovers, but 8 rebounds, 6 assists. He was doing it all. Had a steal. And I know that the stat line says Kimball Walker had 17, and Jalen Brown had 16. But that's what I meant by, if you're the Raptors, that should be troublesome. Because both, all three of them easily could get, in total, 60 to 65 points. And they didn't get it at all, and you still lost. You didn't get anything if you're the Raptors out of your other core players. I mean, you got, still, they play good, but, but Mark Gasol, the big man down low, who's probably, if you had to do, you know how I like to do it, I get my piece of paper out, and we we match up the positions. If we're talking the center position, Celtic center, Toronto center, Marcus Gasol should be winning this matchup every time. He only had six. He only had six. I'm looking here, and, you know, Thice had three. But when Williams came in off the bench, that's weird. <laughs> I can't just say Williams. There are two Williams that came in off the bench. I'm talking about which one is this? Is this Robert, Robert Williams? Yeah, Robert Williams the third He came off the bench. He had 11, so he had more points than your starting center had. Serge Ibaka came in for the Toronto Raptors and was a good surge off the bench. He had 17. I'd start him this next game. I'd start him this next game because you're like we said. Todd, when we reference last night's Game Seven between Denver and Utah, you had a game that went seventy-eight to eighty. That game is a low-scoring game for an NBA playoff game. I'm looking at this game one hundred two to ninety-nine. I still think that's low-scoring for today's NBA scoring. So if you're the Raptors, you need—you just need points. You just need points at this point. You need guys that can go in and get you buckets. How are you going to... And how do you expect to win? Seriously, how do you expect to win if you can't hold Jason Tatum to under 30? At least under 20. He had 34. The, the highest scoring player wasn't even Siakam. It was OG Onanubi with 20 points for the Raptors. The core players for Toronto need to step up in the next game. That'll be tomorrow night. So they need to step up because if Boston wins this next game, I've, I'd write off the Raptors. I have, the, I have Boston in the finals, so this is playing out exactly how I thought it was going to be. I thought Boston, like man for man, just, just stacking them up, lining up next to each other. I just thought they had more firepower, and that's just kind of what it did. I know it was only a three-point game this time, but if, they got blown out by like 20 in the first game. None
1: of us are Dostradamus. None of us are no, are soothsayers or, or Jesus or any other...
2: Like Fortune folks, tellers. Folks like that. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I, I picked the Nuggets to beat the Raptors in the finals. Uh, it's Like I said, it's hard to see. I picked the the Celtics to lose because I don't trust Kimball Walker. And if if Marcus Smart don't hit six threes last night, the series is one-to-one. One. And if the Raptors don't miss 29 threes, the series is one-to-one. One. Uh, I picked the Nuggets because after watching this, the preseason – or whatever you want to call it. Um the bubble. I think their starting lineup is solid. I just thought they had a weak bench. I didn't think they had um the that they don't have the superstar to win it, but I thought they were the most solid team. Once I saw who I if before the season started, I said Hornets pick, bowl, ball. Hornets pick, bowl, ball. And then he got to, he got some smell in the in the regu- regular season, I guess what you call it. And he he balled out. And I picked them thinking that he would be coming off the bench 20 minutes a game, block a couple shots, grab a couple rebounds, nail a couple threes. Hell, Hunter, he could have guarded Joe Ingles that whole series every minute. Like, Joe Ingles, is he going to blow by? God, yeah. Because Joe Ingles only had seven points. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like In the final game. To, so, after watching that series, with giving the Jazz all the credit I can, hell, they were up 3-1. The coach for coach for denver i was gonna fire after after the series and i still probably would um how how many nba coaches have you ever seen on the sidelines with their hands over their faces like this is a professional professional coach and and i don't like his it's almost like steve clifford with his offensive Mm. just the fact bobo not getting to play just it it, is just insanely silly uh let me go looking at the last game it's 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 hard to win or die on on two guys hunter um and if and if one of them don't have, you got you got to get your sixty points from your two guys. Is the, is the best way I can put
2: that. Neither team did,
1: and it was eighty Neither to one of them did. <laughs>
2: Neither one of them did. Yeah,
1: and uh, so for the Nuggets, Hunter Paul Millsap. How does he? How does he earn? Not only how does he earn minutes every game, he earns starter. Yeah, yeah, he starts two the points game. fourteen in fourteen minutes. He yeah. used to be a good basketball player, Jeremy Grant Hunter. Three points in thirty-five. If you if I looked at this box score, there's no way this team wins, and they mm. damn won the game. Jokic with thirty, Murray goes seven to twenty-one, one for six from threes. Uh, here here's the threes. Listen to this. This is the one I, I I was remembering. One for three, one for four, one for six, one for three, one for five, one for five, and the starting center made the most threes with two. Two for five. Joke itch. The Joker went two for five as a team hunter. Eight of 31 from three. You think that's bad? The Jazz were eight of 34. From
2: three. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. And especially when you're supposed to have a sharpshooter in Joe Ingles, and he only goes one for five from the three-point line. <laughs>
1: Their three-point shooters went one for four, one for six, one for five, one for five, two for four, and two for eight I'll say this though.
2: Just I said it, and I'm going to stick by it. This team, if you're the Nuggets, they will go as Jamal Murray goes. And this game was so close, and look why. You think he's going to go one for six from the three point line every game? He might against the Clippers. Listen, I I don't. Three people. Listen, I'm saying this though. I don't. That's why I had the Clippers advancing over over whichever team they played here. I had Michael
1: Porter getting 15. I had Porter. I would re- this, Hunter, if I if I'm looking at this team, I and I'm coaching, this is how I would go. I would say, well, Jokic will give me twenty five, Murray will give me twenty five, there's fifty. Porter's yeah. gonna get me fifteen, there's sixty five, Bowl's gonna get me ten, maybe fifteen, there's seventy five. And and then and then work from that because the other guys suck. Like the other guys they Torrey Gary Craig Harris sucks. is not
2: bad, but I think he's still he in. He's done shit yet. No, he hasn't. He's only played two games, but he hasn't done anything. I think he's still trying to work himself back in. because, And, well, he's 26 minutes. Good God.
1: Yeah, he got 26 minutes, went one for nine. Like, if you're going to play him 26 minutes, why aren't you starting him?
2: Yeah, why do you got Paul Millsap in the starting lineup running 14 minutes?
1: Or Monte Morris. Why would
2: you not put Michael Porter Jr. in there for more? You put Millsap's minutes with Porter minutes. And he's getting starter-type minutes, and I guarantee he scores you more than 10 points. You got three starters in there that combined got 12 points. And Porter Jr. on the bench got you 10.
1: Are you telling me
2: that— With Craig on the bench as well, they got 17 combined. So they were more than three of your starters.
1: You can say whatever you want about Bobo, but if he gets 35 minutes like Jeremy Grant did, he's getting more than three points.
2: I don't know, Kevin. I just don't know, but <laughs> I will say this. He's getting more than three. Nuggets, congratulations. This series was fun to watch when it was the battle between Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, this next series is not going to be fun to watch.
1: So Hunter before I we... think
2: the Clippers can manhandle them. <sighs> I I do. I do. If Paul
1: I George I don't shows think the Clippers
2: up, can guard Jokic. They might not but guard they can, Jokic but They can guard Murray. <laughs> they can guard Jamal Murray and anybody else. Well, they don't
1: have to guard anybody else.
2: No, it's what Who do they have No, to guard? I know. I know. I'm it's just so saying. It's so I'm terrible. just saying you could technically double team Jamal Murray. Let Jokic get what he get what he wants because I'm looking here. Wouldn't you throw two I don't defenders know at? I don't know anybody defensively on this Nuggets team because what was the one thing going into the playoffs that everybody said they didn't do? They don't play defense. uh uh-uh. uh they're not stopping Kawhi. They might not stop Paul George. They're not going to stop Trez. They're not going to stop Lou Williams. I mean, for superstars, <laughs> what do you consider stop? If they still get 20 points.
1: Hey, the Nuggets. you might not. You said the Nuggets might not play defense. They just held an opponent to 78 points.
2: No, the Jazz held themselves <laughs> no, to 78 that's points. That's not how it goes, huh? The Jazz held themselves <laughs> to 78 points, Look. just like the Nuggets held themselves. To eighty points. No, it's not this happening. is what happens when you can't shoot for we, shit.
1: We did get a comment, uh, Hunter, and and the answer is no. I think st- I, I can't, can't see it from across the room. It's Tamar Tamir.
2: Yeah. To is. her,
1: to her. Uh, Want to know if he subscribes to our channel? Could we get him a copy of NBA Two K Twenty One? I can't even do that, <laughs> the, buddy. The answer is no. I'm sorry. Uh, we can't do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be nice. We're not that big. We're not like. And then we gotta. Then we got
1: another uh, another comment for, for for this one's for Hunter, not for me. Uh huh. I heard a rumor that football player Leo Messi is set to sign for one of the teams in MLS. You know what I heard? Hmm. I was just saying. You know what I heard?
2: You know what I heard. If that's the case... That
1: should be a... that should be a We should do a segment like that, honey. You know
2: what I heard? You know what I heard? And we just make up random bullshit. Probably. You know what I mean? I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if that was just made up bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know anybody <laughs> in that. the United States, at least in MLS, that would be comfortable putting that kind of money out there. Yeah. I don't see that at all. Nobody's going to do that. The amount of money that a superstar... Listen... It's. I know it's not going to be Charlotte. It would have to be one of the LA teams if they even did throw up the money for that. But they're not doing. Not that kind of money. Not for a guy that is still in his in his prime and wants to Sheppard win. Just
1: saved fifteen million on not resigning Cam.
2: Oh, you think Messi wants just fifteen million dollars?
1: No, I didn't say that. But that's fifteen million towards. <laughs> but like, I, but we've said this
2: before. Charlotte MLS team is not starting till twenty twenty two. He's not waiting his season. He wants to go and play uh, probably uh, for a winner. So I who, appreciate that. I appreciate that little I heard, but. Who's Neymar? Neymar is, is a. Is that soccer? Yes. He says he player. tests positive yes. for something. What did he test positive the for? The coronavirus. Okay. He tested positive for the coronavirus after a weekend out at some city. He plays in Paris. Um,
1: well, unless, if that's his only symptom, Hunter, the he's got a 6% chance of not making it. Yeah. It's <laughs> Tough. <laughs> that's his only sin. Or no, that's the only people that, whatever. Jordan uh, is buying DraftKings, part of DraftKings. Yeah, I I saw that. He wants to be
2: a part of their advisory team. Gambler's going to gamble, Hunter. I'm telling you, I read that and I thought it was wild. Gambler's going to gamble. I mean, it didn't surprise me, but... mm, Oof. Is out they got Ga- gamblers gonna gamble I mean what is what does Tom like to say degenerate gambling oh, he, he said of, of course talking about the southerners he said southerners will gamble on anything just proof that Tom they will that is so stereotypical how could you
1: everybody's well not everybody of course but you know the the media that we live in today is in an uproar of Kirk Cousins
2: they, they said if no, he gets, now if I he was, gets the
1: if he, he if he gets the uh, corona, if he dies and dies, he'll kind of he kind of have peace. he I'll kind of have peace about that. And you know, a lot of people think the same way, Hunter. Like, yes, yeah,
2: like, in exchange for becoming a special advisor to the sports betting and fantasy team, elite, like he wants in. <laughs> yeah, he wants he wants something. But going back to the Kirk Cousins thing, I was driving this way uh, to be here and. I was listening because Colin's off air, so Doug Gottlieb was on there, and he said, and and I'm not, like, taking quoting, like, what he said about the topic, but the way he was, like, he was uh, foreshadowing he was going to talk about the topic, he said, uh, everybody's in uh, all up in arms over this Kirk Cousins comment, and they're literally only looking at, like, half the comment. Mm Mm-hmm. They're only looking at the part where— that's the
1: only thing we ever do. Yeah, yeah. And I I
2: agreed with Doug Gottlieb 100%. It was like, they didn't look at the full context of his comment. They're just looking at him saying, if I die, I die. I was watching Marcellus Wiley the other day,
1: and he said the exact words. He said, please do not cut out this next sentence when you do the clips. Yeah. (laughs) Because he knew how people do. And and if I, I, you
2: know, Kirk Cousins, he said, like, you read the whole quote, and essentially he said, you know, he's not trying to step on the toes of anybody, you know, that, that obviously has thoughts towards the coronavirus that that might have a fear of the coronavirus, but for those, like, I, who was it, it was, oh, I saw Colin quote the tweet, and he said, well, you know, for a guy that, uh people are hating on Kirk Cousins for what he said but a guy that tries to dodge like 325 to 375 pound men trying to take him down all the time he said He's catching catching the coronavirus isn't really going to be isn't really like a threat to him yeah. um, and and to me I'm like look and I, and I know we're not faith based but like Kirk Cousins is a huge faith based man right so uh, and and he knows just like a lot of the people do in and you know in the Christian organization and in most people that are religious in general is like if you believe in your faith, like whether you die or not, hey, I'm going to a better place. So that could have been as well where that, that is, stemmed from. I think that is kind of you know he was just like, look, I accept the my faith. He you was know? taking
1: it, and then like I asked Tom a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, uh, when did we start being immortal? When did yeah, we start? Right, like, we got like, to live till we're a hundred. Like, wow. like do you tell a skydiver to put a mask on?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what? Like. When Jimmy Johnson crawled in his race car at 200 miles per hour, y'all's concern was he the that mask? he had Corona and he was wearing a mask. Also, not only did he miss the race for Corona, Hunter, and then he got docked those points, he was leading mm. a race and wrecked in the lead on the final lap of a stage. That would have been 10 points that would have put him in. Yeah. Even if he would have came in fifth, if he would have wrecked his car and finished that lap. He would have got the points to to to
2: be. It's just tough how the media, and obviously you know we work with it, work in it. We've studied it. We know we've seen the trends. It is they will cut out to make it and twist it into the narrative they want it to be. Right, and I don't know if they did it on purpose. But it's almost like they're trying to push Kirk Cousins as, like, insensitive. Because he's just like, if I die, I die. So what? Well, who, like, own, who owns ESPN? Was it ESPN that put out the report first? Because where I, I first saw, know. I thought I thought I first saw Bleacher Report put it out. He was, uh, I'm not sure about that. But I, But even I think... then, to me, it's like, this shouldn't even really be a story. This is just what one guy said on it, you know? And he, might, he just so happens to be an NFL quarterback. He said it on the Kyle Brandt podcast. Like, we can, like, how many people today walking around outside? Because, ladies and gentlemen, there are a ton of people that are sick and tired of this shit. I hate to just tell you this. There they are. So how many of them can you walk up to, and they'll probably be like, you know, what if I die, I die? If I get it, I, I... You don't know how many people I've walked up to, and we just are talking about it, and... They, I You know, and they're just like, you know what, if I get it, I get it. The numbers show... That if I get it, I'm going to be okay. I'm just probably going to be sick for two weeks. Yeah. It's, like like the numbers are showing, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Or t- there's a high possibility, a high percentage, I'm going to be okay. So where I think they maybe should not have, where I think Kirk Cousins could have done better in that quote is instead of saying, if I die, I die, maybe saying, if I get it, I get it. Yeah. You know, just being like, eh. Yeah, I, eh of course, the Rocky... Uh- meme started coming yeah out. Drogo. for, for drag for drago, drago yeah.
1: whatever you want yeah um so um I'm gonna go down some of the we're gonna go through some of the NFL teams some announcements
2: um I'm happy about one announcement
1: what's that
2: uh Ron Rivera has come out and said that Dwayne Haskins is the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins week one. That
1: is true. Thank God and it's, Tyrod Taylor uh, yes. has been named the starter in San Diego.
2: Not surprised by uh, that
1: Kamara is returning to practice today. So his holdout, whatever it was, didn't long. Well, you last saw what long. was
2: what started floating around yesterday. The Saints started to be open to trade <laughs> we'll tra- Kamara. We'll trade your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wish now I'm gonna be honest, I wish more teams would kind of play that card. Because most teams do though, really. They do, but you do have those moments where like the Zeke holdout and the Dak thing where they were thinking mm. he was gonna hold out. It was like, Well, look, we'll just get something for you then if we don't want to give you this money. I've always had a problem. When people, or at least not people, when players have these contracts and they come up to you a, a two to sometimes a year and a half early and say I'm ready for my new deal, it's like whoa 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 whoa. Well, what was the point of us even making this three to four year contract to right. begin with if you don't honor it? I can't remember what analyst said it. I think he was an ex coach or an ex uh, ex GM personnel guy up in the in the offices of an NFL team. He said. If teams don't nip that in the bud early, it's just going to be a precedent where guys will always just be like, oh, well, I got like two years left, but hey, I think I need more money. So, what if they only did that?
1: Did deals, had a rule. I know everybody would have to agree on it.
2: One year deals? One, two, and seven. You're here for a short time or you're locked
1: in. Right. Okay. Some people need two years. Guaranteed, you know, you, you get a veteran, you we'll give you a two yeah. Well, day. I
2: think they got still like veteran minimums so where it's like a year for like a milli. You
1: got half the leagues on one year deals anyway. Yeah. Um. So in most contracts are, are a year to year basis. Any so why even go through the the facade of acting like you know the three the four year deals the seven year deals are worth it? Not league? everybody's
2: some, Patrick Mahomes
1: getting a ten right. year deal. Some guys you want to if you want to give seven years to a quarterback or something like that, I understand the thought process. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to lock a guy in. Especially almost,
2: if he's a like once in a generation, but, we're not getting another one.
1: But would you say that ninety to ninety-five percent of your roster doesn't need to be
2: on anything more than a two-year deal? Maybe. Okay, so the only thing I the would, biggest thing
1: they don't want is just guys leaving freely all the time. So they, what they do is Hell they sign yeah. to a four-year deal. We're going to get two, what we can out of you. We want we want to get rid of you when we want we, to get rid of. Will we the release? A, yeah, ride. the
2: same thing that the Jaguars just did with. Cornette. yeah they don't they we could not we couldn't move you for anything so we're just going to let you go on our own terms well now he's filed a grievance to get like the four million dollars that is still owed to him <laughs> i don't blame him i mean if it's your money i mean if i'm not mistaken i think todd Gurley is still owed money by the rams yeah so uh, if it's if they owe you money i don't blame you for me you know the quarterback is essential so that would be the one that I'm like, yes, absolutely. That that You could have sometimes a 10-plus-year deal if he is the one. If not, maybe five to six years. And then you're trying to find somebody in between, in between if you're not sold on him. The second maybe that I would have for a long-term deal would be the left tackle because he's protecting that quarterback. Unless he's got injuries pop up. But other than that, that's still at least a five- to six-year deal. And then maybe... Because there's your quarterback, there's there's the guy that makes the engine run, mm-hmm. there's the guy that protects the engine, and then there's the guy that stops the other team's engine. I would get a long-term pass rusher.
1: Yeah,
2: and, and that would be like a five- to six-year deal. Other than that, everybody else is interchangeable.
1: One-two-seven. All right, here are roster predictions slash position battles, things like that maybe that we, oh, for that we 53 should look man at for, roster. for some teams. Um, for the Redskins, it says they'll keep two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Haskins and Allen. It means Alex Smith's comeback falls short, at least for the final roster uh, cuts. There hasn't been enough time to prove he could play in a game if needed. Smith would have uh, been helped by the preseason and more 11-on-11 work. They may put him on injured reserve. I would uh, do that. Or, or I would just let him go. Like uh, if you well, don't want him, if, What's the point of keeping if you don't want him? You've already got Kyle Allen and Haskins. Well, we could
2: do this with, with Alex Smith. I would do two things. I would either put him on IR if he wants to stay and wants to try and prove himself that he can come back. Or I would do this. Say, look, we have Kyle and we have Dwayne here. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we're going to offer you a front office job. We're going to offer you a coaching position. But if you feel like you can still play, here's the door. I I, I was about to say, release me. That's If 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 he thinks that he can do it. Just I look, mean, if you if it. he thinks he's got a he better opportunity. He came back. Huh, I know, but play. if he thinks there's a better opportunity that he's legitimate, like someone is legitimately going to give him a chance, because yeah. th- there are teams out there that have to look at that injury and what he went through, and they're going to be like, do we even lay a hand on him? For God's sakes, they didn't even know they were going to draft Tua because he had a hip injury that didn't even threaten his life. Well, Miami should call
1: Alex Smith in.
2: I'm just I'm just saying so you li- like the Alex Smith would have to think that he's like okay I am 30 plus years old I'm coming off of a substantial leg injury that almost cost me in my life I'm like 15 16 surgeries deep is somebody going to give me an opportunity or is the best opportunity I'm gonna have being able to be a part of this coaching staff or have a front office position oh you know the coaching staff somewhere else how about this
1: would you want to be a part of the Redskins front office? That's another question. <laughs> I hear I hear it's pretty fun right now. So. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, lap dances for everybody. I oh, want to be a part of that man. front office. Oh man. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I would, don't know. I, would, I feel like the
2: culture's changing I a little bit right now. I
1: just really want him go. Uh, well, <sighs> Rivera's got cancer. You see that? Yes, I know that. So yeah, he's fighting that. You, you guys have got some things to deal with up there. Hope Rivera can can get everything absolutely settled. Uh, Cowboys positions. Get this: they're only going to keep two running backs,
2: probably him and Tony Zeke and Tony Pollard.
1: Right. But folks from our area will recognize this name when I say it out loud on the practice squad, and they can bring up. Uh, it says uh, it's easier to bring them bring them up. Um, Rico Dowdle. You know that name? Do you remember that name?
2: I know the name as like, like really? I know that name, I don't know what context it has for this area. Yeah.
1: Okay. I it may have been before you start working at what, two, three years ago.
2: I think I'm going on like at least it's, year three. It's
1: probably five years since Dowdle um was there. He was at AC Reynolds. Okay. He was the quarterback at AC Reynolds. He put forty points on a Shelby defense. Not throwing it. Running? Yes. Now, you tell me, Hunter.
2: I guess he can run.
1: How good of a runner
2: I guess he is can this run.
1: kid if he's out there putting, it might have been 38, but 30, 40 points on, on a Shelby defense. Oof. Um, the, the kid can run. He can play. Mm-hmm. He, he was a running back at South Carolina is, okay. where he, is where he ended up at.
2: Um, I think that's where I remember the name from. I've was never, him at the college level.
1: I've never seen a – he's had the best game against Shelby I've ever seen as an individual. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bernie, the, the teams that have upset Shelby or beat him, it's been a team effort. It's not been mm. like, man, that dude, they just couldn't do nothing with him. Yeah. Um, that kid, they didn't beat Shelby that year. Mm. It was like a 41-28 game, but damn, he he put I was like two hundred and seventy rushing yards on him or something like that from the quarterback position. Like he put it he went Caleb Farley on him. Okay. And uh so Cowboys got in there and in in camp. I like Rico Dowd. It's just it's just I remember seeing him play and it's just I was amazed at his kid you can run on Shelby, you can you can run on about anybody. Um, let me go through any of these other teams. Br- the Browns. Let's talk about Cleveland. The secondary has been decimated by injuries. Kevin yeah.
2: Johnson uh, lacerated a liver. Uh, Delpit ruptured his Achilles. That hurts, too, man. I, that was a steal. They got him in the second round because nobody took him in the first round because he didn't like to tackle. Okay, so <laughs> what? All right, the guy's a ball hawk out of LSU. That is DBU for a reason, all right? He's a ball hawk, but Mitchell with a knee, Green
1: Williams with a hurt shoulder, MJ Stewart with a hamstring are all missing time as well. A troubling situation with less than two weeks before the season starts. The Browns basically have no only def- one they get to lean backs. on right now is
2: Denzel Ward, unless he's still hurt. <laughs> Just uh, That's tough. That's so tough. If you don't have a secondary, who do they play week one? It'd say
1: Baltimore. Shit,
2: they're done. They don't need them, they don't need a secondary against Baltimore. Baltimore won't come out and say how much they're going <laughs> to let Lamar Jackson run this year. They, so. don't, they don't need
1: a secondary. He might be throwing Baltimore, the ball. Yeah. Hey, go won't. ahead. I'm sure that that'd be, go ahead. Dez
2: was working out with Baltimore. <laughs> Who knows?
1: Yeah, and they didn't want him. That's how so bad uh, that will be. Uh and Philip Phillip Rivers. What about,
2: what about the home team right down the street? What are the Panthers going we'll to do? I'm them. pretty sure I just read somewhere, too, that I think their tight end just got hurt. Like he's getting x-rays or something.
1: We'll go through the NFC South. This is our Panthers country. Falcons will keep three tight ends, including Hayden Hurst. Uh 200, 260 hundred and sixty pound uh tight end. Good God. Big old big old boy. Panthers look for seven wide receivers
2: to they start signed, the season. They signed what's his name from the XFL. Uh played with PJ played with PJ Walker, who they have as well on their roster. Um why can I not think his name? He led the XFL in receiving. Is that Farrow Cooper? No, not oh. Farrow Cooper.
1: Well, they've got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and Farrow Cooper with uh, quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. We'll click on that in just a second. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady will, of course, start for the Bucs. Blaine, Blaine Gabbert is the <laughs> That's backup. That's a hell
2: of a drop-off. Should Tampa
1: bring in Alex Smith?
2: If we let him walk, yes, absolutely. Ryan Griffin will serve
1: as the third quarterback. I don't in even
2: know who that is. Tampa.
1: you know, with with a. In retrospect, Hunter, could the Bucks have not have just benched Jameis, and kept him around? Yeah, to learn from Brady. Yes. For the for the amount of that what did he sign with? One million or two in in New Orleans? He's, yeah, he signed for like one mil, one million. That's so, it. So to me, would you rather pay? James a million and set him, or put in Blaine Gabbert or Ryan Griffin. And the thing is, Jameis where'd he go? He went to a division rival to back up their forty-year-old quarterback.
2: And get that bullshit. I want you to think about that too. If I was Alvin Kamara and I'm walking through there today for practice, and I look at Taysom Hill, I'm socking him in the mouth. I'd be like, what do you do? You're like the third-string quarterback, and they paid you before <laughs> they'll pay me. And <laughs> that's true, but what would you be mad at Taysom for? Cam Phillips, that's his name. Oh, Cam yeah. Phillips is the man from the XFL. Uh led the XFL in receiving yards. He's with the Carolina Panthers now.
1: Okay, this is just they they just have nothing to talk about with the Saints, the Mike Mike Triple who wrote this article. Just I'm gonna read this out loud and see if it makes any sense. Okay. Wide receiver is the toughest position to handicap. Once you get past Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, and Deontay Harris. Well, how much handicap are you doing after four wide receivers?
2: Well, they only need the top two they have right there and Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas. You line them up on the same side, and that cornerback and whoever's going to have to cover Emmanuel Sanders is going to have a hell of a time. <laughs> but the, the,
1: the, the... Shit. I guess. He even, he wasted the time to write. He about. did waste
2: the time. Now, I will say this: I don't know I, what's going to happen after the first I, I four games. I can't guys. necessarily say though that New Orleans is going to be as dangerous as they were last year, and they still lost.
1: As long as they have Kamara, the offense will be the same. Um, it believe. did look
2: different when he was down with injury. Right. It's a. It's a. Kamara is to this team what Christian McCaffrey is to the Panthers, and nobody will admit it.
1: And here's here, but here's why. I would say Kamara is a little more—I know Christian's got more rushing yards, but they use—the the Panthers are like, let's give McCaffrey the ball every damn play almost.
2: Yeah, he's been Kamara
1: that often— Kamara is used as a—for Breeze, and, and this is what I keep saying about McCaffrey, the swing pass. No matter how you design it, it's still almost a last resort type thing. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and it's difficult to get out there on a wide receiver or on a running back that's already to running be able forward. To,
1: to be able to catch a, a football running back is a skill and a lot of them do not have it. I I will say that. Uh but Kamara is key is key in that offense hunter to where he he ha- they haven't really he hasn't had a tie end. into as his every quarterback needs has an escape hatch is what you know is kind of what I'm getting at. So the Panthers have used their their, their 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 offense the past few years has been tight end or, or running back, which Greg is usually, Olson or Christian which McCaffrey. is usually your two escape hatches, mm-hmm. as opposed to going to your weapons. So they've got Thomas and Sanders. That's that's who Brees is they got at.
2: I'm pretty sure they still have Jared Cook at their wide receiver position too. He's really good at wide receiver. If if James
1: ever has to come in, he ain't gonna throw it to Kamara. He's throwing it deep to <laughs> the other. He's team. gonna look at Michael. They're the gonna get team. in the huddle.
2: He's gonna call a play and he's gonna say <laughs> he's gonna grab Michael Thomas by the face mask. And be like, hey. Go deep.
1: Yeah, I know. what's he going to go call? deep? <laughs> go, so.
2: Just I'm gonna really? look at you. I'm gonna give you a nod. That's the that's a go route. And we're gonna we're gonna get the dub. <laughs> he's gonna lick his fingers again.
1: Uh, depth charge for all 32 teams. I don't know Apparently,
2: we you know, up in Cincinnati, they love what they're seeing out of Joe Burrow. He is in fact the Week One starter. So he's gonna be thrown to the fire. Well, he better hell better be if you get cut, Andy Dalton, and I know I can't remember who their backup was. I think they cut him too. <laughs> no, it's Ryan Finley who they literally drafted the year before. Okay, from yeah. NC State. State. Yeah.
1: Jeez. All right. Here's your preseason power rankings, folks. Saturday morning, we're gonna do our predictions. We're gonna pick our playoff teams again. I got to redo this board because seven teams make the playoffs now, Hunter, instead of six. So that's gonna that is this year, in yeah. fact. Yeah. It is this year, in fact. So we got to go over that. Uh, we'll do that Saturday, folks. Uh, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. We're going to have our picks, predictions. I'm going to give you my NFL predictions of the year. Uh, went by wins for each team. Uh, Hunter, Tom, and Terry will have their playoff teams together. Uh, here's your power rankings, Hunter. Number one, Kansas City. Number two, Baltimore. Number three, San Francisco.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could, I could have guessed those. Who's four?
1: Mr. I can guess.
2: Is it Tampa Bay? No. Or is it New Orleans?
1: Tampa's six. New Orleans is four. Okay. So you're in the ballpark. I knew it was one of those two. Who's five and seven?
2: I'm trying to think of playoff teams from last year.
1: Five is the Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. Seven Packers, eight Cowboys, nine Titans, ten Vikings, eleven Bills, twelve Eagles, thirteen Steelers, fourteen Colts, fifteen Patriots. It's got people on hot seats this year. It says Sony Michelle. You know, if you're going to put the Patriots running back as on the hot seat, that's just a waste of paper because
2: they change every year. I about to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> They're going to draft another one in like the fifth round this year. <laughs> like, who cares? They're all on hot seats in New England. T- Texans 16th, they open up the
1: season next week. They next do. Thursday night. Thursday. In, in Kansas City. Rams 17, Falcons 18, Cleveland Browns sitting at 20. And this How does this make any sense, huh We look for quarterbacks all the time mm-hmm. and then when you get one you're not happy that they're not tom brady like so what's the browns uh, this is who's on the hot seat baker mayfield how how who they're replacing him with are we Where gonna are draft bringing? another one that's what i'm saying like well what's, your, what's the plan what's the what hot seat are we on with a new which is third coach in three years right how is anything that happened last year his fault with a guy who's never been a head coach of anything? Hot seat
2: should be Odell Beckham. Shit. Uh, just listen. The, the, is he going to perform this year? Is he going to want out halfway through the season? Like, you never know like, because he's a diva.
1: You force Eli Manning out. He's fantastic, out. but he's a diva. You force Romo out. You don't force quarterbacks out and then search for them for 20 years. Like the, the, These organizations will search for a quarterback forever and ever and ever and be like, then not be happy with the ones that they got. If your quarterback can... It, Kirk Cousins. If your quarterback is Kirk Cousins, they're better. Be happy with him. Kirk Cousins won a playoff he, game. He can win playoff games. He can win a Super Bowl. Hunter, if Trent Dilfer can win a Super Bowl, Kirk Cousins look, can win a Super Bowl.
2: All I've heard out of the Packers camp, reports, 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 is that Jordan Love doesn't look good, and guess what? They traded up to get him. So, if you've got a quarterback that's, that can win now, be happy with him. Maybe their defense is awesome.
1: Think about if you're Aaron Rodgers... One, you don't want your replacement being out there as a quarterback. Two, if you pick a quarterback in the first round, and you don't have a first round DB out there or first round, see that's what I'm saying. It's like you know,
2: It goes back to what tackle. you just said. That if it if they're not working out, they just spend years trying to replace them. So They've many. got Aaron Rodgers right now, but they did a good job. Okay, they understand Aaron doesn't have a lot of years left, so they did draft Jordan uh, Love. But even they just come out and said he looks bad. Like but he, what if, he right. lo- and and it's what like, what do you expect? Answer. What do you expect out of these quarterbacks that you just draft and they're only there for like a hot second? And then you're like, shit, let's just jump shit. Wouldn't it be better,
1: Hunter, to draft people you know are starters in the first three rounds, and then every year if you want to you draft, can draft quarterback a quarterback in like four, or the fourth, three, fifth, yeah. Because in reality, they drafted you know Love this year in the first round. Are they planning on starting him next year? Or are they planning on starting the next? Like, what year's the plan? Well, Jordan Love just such fits. A Jordan
2: Love fits what a lot of these young quarterbacks are going to go through. Think about it. Baker Mayfield is technically only on his third season. Not a, not every quarterback just has that shit together after their first two years in the no. league. Yeah, the not, to, Mons, not to mention he's had now three different head coaches. Could you imagine how it would have been for Aaron Rodgers if he when he first took over?
1: If he has been new, in the league longer than anybody, right? If he
2: had a different coach... Yeah, Brady's been in the league. No, one. <laughs> he won <laughs> for the majority of his career. Aaron Rodgers got a Super Bowl. How many coaches does he had? Really, one. Now he's got two. But for the majority, it was McCarthy. Teddy Sean, Bridgewater's
1: on the hot seat here.
2: Teddy Bridgewater on the hot seat for Carolina. Why? I think no matter what happens this year... I think he's there. Unless they're 1-15. in He's there. Last year... They got
1: him for a three-year contract. Last year, the Panthers... 30th and run de- in scoring defense, 30th and run. You just can't have a, again, with Baker Mayfield. They can talk about Baker all they want. The defense is 22nd, Hunter. Oh, yeah. All these teams, we talk all the time. Defense is bad, but they can't if win. If your defense isn't good, you're not going to win. It's just not going to happen. You cannot win in the NFL without a good defense, no matter who the quarterback is. Brady's never had a bad defense. Well, you know, we can talk about Grady great he is all he want, but he's not had a bad defense. No. Here's what they say about Bridgewater. He was given a three-year deal, but if he doesn't prove worthy of replacing Cam Newton as franchise quarterback, the Panthers will look to draft their quarterback of the future in 2021. With who? With a crop headed by Trevor Lawrence. Oh, they're not going to be there. The Panthers would cut Bridgewater after one season because of how the contract is structured. Again, we've said this for weeks and months. If you pay attention, the coach got a seven-year deal. He got a longer-year deal than Ron Rivera. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. And Ron Rivera's got won. more power. He's
2: one, you know. He had, he had Ron been. Rivera basically is the president of football operations. Like, yeah, r-
1: there's really no reasons for Bridgewater not to succeed on a unit that includes McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Samuel, and Robbie Anderson. Dead last, it's got the Jaguars, and next to last, it's got the Washington Football Team.
2: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. They it, hate us. Is
1: Dwayne Haskins Jr. is on. The hot seat again, Hunter. You guys got with the that. defense.
2: Though. I agree with that though. That Dwayne should be on the hot seat because now he's got a full—he's had a full season to put the work in, or a full off season. Now we see how it comes together. They're going to put the ball in his hands from the get go. Now we see how it comes together. So I agree fully that he should be on the hot seat. Now with us being dead second to last in this in the league, yikes! No, I don't agree with that. Our defense is going to be too good. Carson Wentz apparently missed a little bit of practice this week due to some sort of injury or some sort of nagging soreness or whatnot. Mm-hmm. He plays that front four week one. So his shit better be tight, all right? He hope his offensive line blocks for him because that that front four is coming for you. So we won't pick games until Saturday.
1: And we'll, pick, well, we'll yeah. pick one game on Saturday. Yeah, There'll which is the, the next Thursday Saturday game. Mm-hmm. When we will pick um, the rest of them. So the first game, the schedule, everybody, is September 10th, Houston, Kansas City. Uh, Seattle and Atlanta, Jets at Bills. Bears at Lions. Packers at Vikings. Dolphins at Patriots. Eagles at Redskins or Washington. Vegas Raiders at Panthers. Colts at Jaguars, Browns at Ravens, Chargers at Bengals, Buccaneers at Saints, Cardinals at 49ers, Cowboys at Rams on Sunday night football to end week one Uh, on Sunday. The Monday night matchups uh, to start the season are Steelers at Giants and Titans at Broncos. So
2: I'm just sitting here thinking about how good our defense is. <laughs> if it if it all comes together, I'm just gonna read you some names. So Montez Sweat, he's six foot eight and he's a defensive end that can run four four. He's gonna be starting this year. Darren Payne, Matt Ioannidis, and Chase Young. And if Chase Young is anything that they are predicting him to be, then he will run away with defensive rookie of the year and will just be a force in this league. That leaves, so because we're running a 4 3, that leaves Ryan Kerrigan, the Pro Bowl defensive end that we've had for years, coming off the bench. Not only that, we've got Cole Holcomb at the middle linebacker position, Ruben Foster, who is fast as hell for an edge linebacker, Kendall Fuller, who just won the Super Bowl, and Landon Collins at our safety. And that's not even me listing everybody else. That defense is going to be disgusting if everybody buys in.
1: Where was y'all last year?
2: Defensively? Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, through the first few weeks, we were like six. That is
1: not what I said.
2: (laughs) Where were we last year, though? I couldn't tell you. For the year.
1: Uh, Let's see. Total yards. I think we were probably bad. No. Total yards, Washington, was
2: Offense is what hurt us last year. 26. Offense is what hurt us last year because we had no idea what we were doing at the quarterback position.
1: Well, that plus... The defense. You were 29, 28, 27, 26 and scoring two, giving up 27 a game. NFL is 23 and a half, 24. Um, so, I mean. It, yeah.
2: We go from having an offensive minded head coach to a defensive minded head coach. And we go from having a defensive coordinator that doesn't know his left hand from his right hand to a defensive coordinator that has produced Super Bowl caliber teams.
1: The best defenses in the league, defenses give up under 20 points a game there's your top 10
2: i say even if we give up 21 points per game that'll be a substantial jump from where we oh, were wow, last 21
1: year. would put you right in the middle of the pack or about 13 right now you're at 27 here's your worst worst in the league last year miami 31 panthers 20 i mean panthers give up 29 points a game last year you're talking to me about teddy bridgewaters on the hot seat get the hell out of here um 28 for the giants 28 for the bucks you, know, you talk about Tom Brady all oh, we want that offense. Oh, that they don't stop nobody. It ain't going to matter. Yeah. Um. So these teams are 28-27. Th- those are just bad defenses. Think about it, Hunter. You guys give up 27 points a game. The Patriots' number one defense gave up 14.
2: Because, and, and look, I, I'm going to be – I'm seriously. I'm looking at our regular season. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you what teams could possibly put above 21 on us. What would you
1: do? I just dropped my softball. I'll see far it
2: – Oh. Possibly game one. But you never know. That's the Eagles. I don't think the Cardinals put 21 up on us because outside of Kyler Murray, they don't have any offensive threats. The Browns could, but I don't know if the Browns have figured it out yet. So there's possible two out of, out of, the and the Ravens will as well, and maybe the Rams. So out of our first five games, there'll be four teams that could possibly put 21 up on us. But that is if our front four isn't as disruptive as it can be. That's also say, not talking about how we got Super Bowl winning cornerback back Kendall Fuller who can line up and kind of – he's not shut down, but he can take away a good part of the part of the side of the field. The Giants, they're not putting 21 on, up, on us. The Cowboys, I don't know what they're going to do under Mike McCarthy. So, and what I saw from them last year, they're so hit and miss, I don't see them putting 21 up on Was us. Was it
1: Dax 1-6 last year against winning teams?
2: Yeah, and we're not a winning team. I know we will will not be a winning team. But, okay, so I'll just say this, too. So it's Giants, they won't put 21 on us. Cowboys, they might, but I don't think they will put 21 on us in the first game that we play against them. Then we play the Giants again. That's another no 21. The Lions, they're not putting 21 on us. The Bengals, they're not putting 21 on us. The Cowboys again, maybe. I think that's Thanksgiving, 11-26. Isn't that Thanksgiving this year? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's Thanksgiving game this year. Steelers, they probably will. 49ers, they probably will. Seahawks, they probably will. Panthers, we don't know.
1: Now, I don't know about the Seahawks. They're hitting miss a lot
2: of times. They'll win a game 13-7, to 7 and you're just like... Yeah, we even still... <laughs> what just happened? Well, the 49ers beat us last year, but it was like 13-9 to 9 because it was so rainy, yeah. they couldn't do anything. So... Yeah. Listen... Look, first, our defense has I, I think, got a lot of promise. I think you got some, We just won't score. Yeah, I just... Maybe, unless something has magically happened with Dwayne and he just masters this well, offense. Well, the
1: good news is that Ron Rivera coaches that way. So he'll have you in games.
2: We'll have us in close it, games. It'll be like
1: 20 to 13. Your
2: offense is going to look like shit. You're like, but we our, still win, boys. But our defense will hold Hunter, up. We'll get the kickers. Welcome to
1: Panthers ball.
2: <laughs> hey, hey <it> led <laughs> that's, into, that's what, it, listen, it led them to a Super Bowl once. It had it three might, winning seasons in nine years. It might lead us to a Super Bowl once three winning seasons so far we followed the same so far we followed the same model the 49ers followed last year at the two pick we took a defensive end that's what they did
1: y'all going to the super bowl this year We're going to the super bowl baby
2: (laughs) we got a new head coach starting quarterback new New starting quarterback hey we're just following the footsteps of the 49ers listen go
1: washington you know i believe i'm i'm one of the folks that believes sports are fixed so if, if you know. The Washington team losing their logo. I've been saying for years that they won't let him win because of the because of the logo. Once they started complaining about it like a really lot, I'm like, I I still I swear I think Jerry Jones signed a deal when he bought the team that they would let him win you know, do whatever the hell he can basically for so many years. And after that, they shut it down. Jordan ain't won nothing. Nothing they ain't won nothing as an owner. It's just to me, it's just. How many people you see really successful at at, at everything like that? I games? don't know. More than one thing. I, I kinda I question everything. That's just me being who I am. All right. Uh any other news and notes on today uh that, that's come across? Let me check my Twitter timelines. We always have something that comes across our board big or something. Nah, the only
2: work. thing that I was gonna speak on was just that man, I'm happy Washington actually came out and announced who the starting quarterback was gonna be. And you know, I, I'm actually happy that it is Dwayne. Uh, I know what Kyle Allen can do, and I'm not going to sit here and say Kyle Allen is bad at all. Just you took him with the the first pick or your first round pick. Give him the opportunity. Oh
1: yeah, well, it, hey, it's Rivera's first year. It's it's Haskins got to have an opportunity. Haskins is
2: technically this is technically his first year because he only played like three games last year. So this is uh he needs to uh, this
1: will be this is their one- I mean they got a year to. They go in 16, and nobody will. Care. Well, somebody will mm. care, but
2: I'll care if we um, go 0 and 16. But I think we can at least beat the I'm Giants saying as far
1: as this is a past year. Mm-hmm. Rivera's got cancer. He's yeah, a new this team. is going Your tough. organization's under turmoil. I could
2: see us. Listen, I don't know. Are you people gonna say I'm crazy, but with Ron Rivera having cancer, I'm not gonna lie. We could be seven, and we could be seven and nine. Seven and nine, eight and eight, type team. I'll say because it's one of those things where it's like that's going to light up a, a hidden fire somewhere. Anywhere, they're going to play for their coach. Anywhere, they did it. The defense will. They did it under Chuck Pagano. When Pagano He's, got cancer with the Colts, it's I mean, they play, ran. They ran with it. It's hard to play offensive passionately mm-hmm. and well. The defense you, you, you will do. it. You understand it. what I mean? The defense will do it, and especially because even though Jack Del Rio is a defensive coordinator, the head man of the defense will be Ron but, Rivera. Yeah. So they'll play hard
1: for. I would say y'all get three seven wins this year. Um, just depend on listen, matchups and games. If we
2: get four wins, it's one extra game more than we won last year. I'll be fine with it. That's a stepping stone.
1: Well, I mean, he, listen, you gave it 27 points a game last year.
2: If we cut if it down. If you had
1: Chase Young and Ron Rivera and Del Rio doing your defense.
2: It'd take away seven, and we're just at 20.
1: Well, hell, I was going to say, if you take away three, you're at league average. Surely, we Yeah, God, take away three, yeah. Surely to God, Ron Rivera's... We and can stop a touchdown. Good well, field goal. Just stop a field goal, and you're, yeah. and you're right there at it. If you stop – if like I said, stop 2 y'all got two more touchdowns a game than the Patriots did last year. Do you think that Dwayne Haskins is two touchdowns better than Tom Brady? No. <laughs> that's, what, no. That's, the,
2: that's the math you got to put in that. Like, not oh, right shit. now. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, but not. I mean, we just don't know.
1: And that's why everybody will blame Bridgewater. Like when when Romo got blamed, they got beat fifty one to forty eight one game, and, and they blamed Romo for throwing a pig. And I'm like, didn't he the scored forty eight
2: points. You didn't blame the defense that led up fifty one. He
1: didn't give up half a hundo,
2: <laughs> a fifty burger. Come He's on, not now playing safety. No, who are we
1: blaming here? But yeah, uh, quarterbacks get too much and not enough to blame sometimes. It just it, it's all about them. Oh and, my, and not really the defense. Joe at Nixon, all.
2: are you crazy? What running back Joe Mixon wants to end his career with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Oh my God! What's wrong with that? I don't know. He look. signed his four-year contract it's worth forty-eight million. Love, ain't it? I guess God, God just got there. But look, everything I've heard out of that camp is he's commanding that offense and they love him. So I seriously think you know everybody wanted to hate on him because they said, well, he had so much talent at LSU. Is it gonna, is it gonna translate when he doesn't quite have all that talent around him? Yes. That's the one of the prettiest deep ball throws I have ever seen out of a college quarterback was with Joe Burrow. Tardos
1: used to have a guy in the nineties that was awesome. Had threw a good deep ball named Chris Keldorf.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to talk about T.J. Yates. No, Chris Keldorf. <laughs> uh, that was the, two- the early two thousands. But
1: I just wanted to mention before we get off the show yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, was the anniversary. Of what some believe is the greatest football game in college football history. Here's the block! Get that shit out of here, Hunter! <laughs> Take that, Big Blue! That,
2: that's the Get greatest, hell on! That's the greatest upset of all time. Ooh. I, I will fight anybody that wants to talk to me about maybe a bigger upset, but to me, that is the greatest upset of all time.
1: How's that an upset? Shut up. How's that an upset? Shut up. It may be the greatest game. Look at that line from Armani. 17 of 23, 277, and three touchdowns in the big house.
2: You upset them.
1: And John Fox made him a punt returner. You
2: upset them.
1: John Fox made him a punt returner. 17 of 23, 227, 277, three touchdowns against Michigan. Better than any Ohio State quarterback has ever done against Michigan Hunter. Hot Tim Mountaineers. We'll see you guys Saturday on Sports Talk, KTCBroadcasting.com.